Welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Allison Klein. Welcome to Chip Chat. My name is Allison Klein. I'm very excited to have Brandon Dreger with us today. He's the Senior Director of Product Marketing at Cray. Welcome to the program, Brandon. Thanks. It's great to be with you today. So we've had Cray on the program before, but this is your first time on with me. Why don't you just first introduce yourself to the audience and talk a little bit about your role at Cray? Yeah, sure. So I recently joined Cray to lead a product marketing organization. I'm also an Intel alum as well as Dell and a few others and spent probably the last you know 20 years of my career working in product management, product marketing, biz dev roles, and the analytics space, most recently in AI. Cray obviously is well-regarded for leadership within the high-performance computing arena. And obviously, there is a convergence of high-performance computing and AI underway within the industry. Tell me about how Cray is viewing the opportunity in working with institutions around high-performance computing and how AI will evolve that view. You know, we're probably at a cusp where I would think a lot of the market is, right, where you have some organizations that are leading the way, right? They're further down the path. They've done a lot of experimentation. They've done a lot of POCs, and they're actually moving towards a production environment. I would say in the HPC community, I think they're still looking at different approaches and how it's going to complement. So I think today we see a lot of usage of HPC and AI in the same cluster environment pretty frequently. But I think, as you mentioned, the convergence is starting to happening, and folks are looking at how can they use artificial intelligence to complement what they're doing. So they're looking at you know, new ways to use uh, machine learning and deep learning techniques to perhaps analyze results from a simulation or use AI and different techniques to steer where they're going to be taking a simulation. So before they run a simulation at scale, perhaps doing some approximation of what they think those results might look like, and they're using AI to do that. When you think about the solutions that Cray is delivering to the market, there is an added amount of complexity in terms of the types of solutions that you're designing for these very powerful supercomputers. Can you walk us through how Cray looks at the supercomputer lines and how that aligns with the different types of customers that you may be engaging with? Yeah, we have a couple different ways that we approach the market for more of the commercial market and maybe some of our users who are maybe just starting out in the HPC journey. We have what we call our CS500 line of systems. So these are in a kind of a very standard kind of rack configuration, standard size racks. We offer a variety of cooling options as well. So um, a lot of our higher end users will embrace, you know, things like liquid cooling. But for that entry-level CS line, we typically use a mix of air and liquid cooling. And we also offer a very flexible software stack to complement that. They have options around which operating systems they're going to use. And we also have a lot of specialized Cray software for programming environments, especially compilers and things like that, to really help them get going and to get onto the path of getting value out of that HPC system. At kind of the higher end, where we have a lot of our larger customers engaged, obviously their requirements are a bit more complex and also a bit more custom. So we have the what we call the XC50 line for those set of customers. And again, that's really kind of more of our semi-custom and customized business where we're working directly with a customer, typically, you know, kind of large commercial 
or like a national lab type customer and really embedding ourselves with them to understand their core problems and how they're going to attack their mission around HPC and building that system to meet those needs. So we bring in additional things beyond what I mentioned before and really offer you know, kind of capabilities to run higher bin CPUs, different accelerator types. And we also bring in custom interconnects and things like that to really accelerate the entire system and ensure kind of maximum performance and scalability for whatever workload they're running. Now, obviously, a lot of these solutions are utilizing the latest Intel technology. And Cray was a big part of our launch earlier in delivery of the second generation of Xeon scalable processors. Tell me about that collaboration with Intel and what is unique about this generation that is really helping with the types of workloads that you're delivering with your customers? Yeah, and we've been in long time partners in collaboration with Intel and delivering new technologies. Also, some interesting recent news uh, around the first U.S. exascale system that we're happy to be partnering with Intel on to delivering for Argonne National Labs. So that's really exciting. But aside from that, for decades, we've really been in close collaboration with Intel, working to really understand what are the right needs for our users and our markets that we're going after. And it's been a really great partnership and feedback back and forth and defining how we're going to use these great new technologies that are coming from Intel. I think the thing that we're most excited about in this second generation release is the addition of new features, particularly around artificial intelligence. So the DL boost capability that's going to massively accelerate inference capabilities for deep learning workloads is a really great fit for a lot of our customers. And also it still retains a lot of the fantastic capabilities that they already have in place for you know, kind of being the leadership capability for HPC. So really broad code support and being able to address a lot of different workloads is really a great slot to be. And then also adding in these new features that are in line with where our customers are starting to head or already down the path to for deep learning are just a great marriage. What are the types of use cases that you're seeing where that DL Boost technology will start paying off for customers? And what are you expecting in terms of its use across research and commercial use cases? We're really interested in, in particularly the second generation processors with DL Boost in those cases where we have customers that are kind of on that cusp of HPC and machine learning and deep learning kind of all coming together. The use case that we're super interested in right now is one called cryomicroscopy. So what we're doing with that, or cryo-EM for short, is really looking at the smallest level of detail within a protein or with a material or something like that. So basically, it starts off with a very high-end electron microscope that is basically taking you know, very detailed 3D pictures. So the thing that's different than previous things like MRI or X-ray is that it's using a new technique that uh, essentially takes whatever material you're examining down to very, very low temperatures. So that enables basically kind of the crystallization of the material itself and allows for very high resolution pictures to be taken as a result of that. So you can have your sample of protein or a material and you're taking down to these very low temperatures and then you take tens or even hundreds of thousands of pictures of those individual structures. And then the thing that's interesting, whether it's in life sciences, or and materials is really when you're down at that level, kind of the macromolecule or level of that, you know, the structure is actually the function. So you can get to a point where you can really understand exactly how those different structures will interact and how they might respond to other elements or other uh, exchanges. So you might have a protein, for example, that you're studying and you could be able to really better understand how that might respond to uh, new drug treatments, for example. So once you have those images, then it's really a point of using things like machine learning and computer vision. So then it becomes kind of a large-scale inference or feature recognition type of use case. 
So again, that's where we see you know, the, the improvements that we're expecting from DL Boost to really come into play for these customers. You've got this really high-resolution image that's going to consume a lot of system memory, but at the same time, you're also getting this massive speed up for inference to kind of get to the root of the problem and identify those key features that you're interested in for the material you're studying. Now, when we look at where supercomputing is going, obviously Exascale is the next major frontier. And Cray and Intel both shared an exciting announcement with the U.S. Department of Energy around the Aurora project. Can you tell me about that and what we're delivering together for that particular implementation? So Aurora is the first U.S. Exascale system. It's going to be delivered in 2021 for Argonne National Labs. And what's really interesting about the science that Argonne is going to be taking on with this new system is that it's very much the main charter of the system is really looking at how these new combinations of artificial intelligence and HPC are going to be coming together for the first time. So they have an early science program, and it's really very much focused at all these new areas. So it's great that the system and capabilities that we're bringing together that are marrying future Intel architectures and technologies with the new Cray Shasta architecture, which we designed from the ground up to be able to tackle these new massively data-centric type problems, right? data at massive scale, and being able to build a system around those that will embrace these new combinations of use cases that will really be an ensemble of analytics, AI, HPC, all together in one system and really allow researchers and users to be able to tackle new levels of simulation detail And at the same time, on the fly, being able to use other analytics approaches in the pipeline to be able to adjust the simulation as it's running or to very quickly analyze results after they're completed to be able to run that next iteration of science to make sure that users are able to tackle these massive problems and simulations and get the best results possible to kind of push their next line of discovery or next advancement they're interested in finding out more about. I can't wait to hear more about that implementation and what we're able to deliver in terms of new insights that are just out of society's reach at this point. Such an exciting thing to be working on together. One final question for you, Brandon. I'm sure folks want to find out more about what Cray is delivering in the marketplace. Can you provide a resource of where they can go for more information and to engage with your team? Yeah, absolutely. So the best place to go is Cray.com. You'll find lots of details about customers that we worked with. We've got a number of new white papers and studies that we publish out there for the customers and the types of problems that we're helping them solve, as well as a lot of detailed information around the different types of solutions we offer. So there's a whole wealth of information there that folks can dig into. Thanks so much for being on the program today. It was a real delight. Yeah, thank you, Alison. Appreciate the time. Visit ChipChat online at intel.com slash chipchat. And for more information on data center technologies, visit intel.com slash bigdata, intel.com slash cloud, and intel.com slash data center optimization. 